today was the Chicago Marathon. Oh, oh it was. Congratulations it was. to the marathoners. Yeah, congratulations to one marathoner in specific, Jill Baker. Congratulations to Jill Baker. Congrats, my friend Jill. Chris's sister. That's awesome. Uh, yep, went and cheered for her. And I was going to make a sign, didn't make a sign, didn't have time. But what do you mean you didn't have time? I didn't. Well, <laughs> you got to go. You got to go. Where do you get even sign things? Dude, children figure it out. Children. Yeah, yeah there were a <laughs> lot of kids with signs. You could do like, have you bought anything on Amazon? Like rip off a cardboard thing and draw on that in Sharpie. You could do anything. Well, <laughs> sorry, Jill Baker. Anyway, <laughs> my sign, my sign was. Well, you had a sign idea. I feel like that's the harder part. I had a sign idea, yeah, and it was fucking good. What was it? So a lot of them, they're like they're all witty, and well, they're all supposed to be witty, like running jokes and stuff. That was a subtle dig at a lot of bad signs. <laughs> if you guys heard that, <laughs> I did. Mine was gonna say free puppies and then an arrow pointing the opposite direction (laughs) wouldn't that distract your friend yeah well i mean yeah does she like puppies Uh, does she like puppies so you wanted her to run and they're like sorry they're they're back there like you you gotta turn around so my question for you (laughs) was give me a quick funny marathon sign i don't know anything about running you don't know anything I'd say keep on trucking. <laughs> keep on trucking. It's got to be something funny about lactic acid. That's a thing in running, right? Yeah. Lact- so you don't want to have a lot of that. That hurts. Then maybe I would. Okay. So mine sign would just say lactic acid and have one of those like no smoking, no symbols around it. You're listening to Instead Of. A hypothetical podcast with Mike Bogart, Josh Harrison, and me, Tapanjani. Enjoy the episode. I, I, ha- I have something I have to get off my chest. It's going to come up no matter what the first topic is. Can I just say it? Yeah. Yeah, I think you have to. Sorry, I'm clearly really excited. It's hard to keep a secret from Mike, my see- best friend. You keep... Josh, you're my best friend too, but like, (laughs) it's only been about a day, so my heart is racing telling you this. Okay. Okay. Should I be looking at you right now? No, 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 no. Are you getting married? No, but I went to an amazing wedding this weekend in Hartford, Connecticut. Shout Uh out to Vinith and Elise, by the way. Shout out. Hey, congrats, Vinith and Elise. Two totally wonderful people who are somehow combined even more wonderful than each of their parts. It's great. The wedding was beautiful. It was just a great, great time. But because it was in Hartford, Connecticut, I'd never Uh been to the East Coast. Yeah. You've never been to the I've been East to the Coast. East Coast, like the Northeast, I mean. The Northern East Coast. Yes. Yeah. By the way, at the wedding, we were, <laughs> during one of the speeches, someone said one anti-patriots joke, and a guy in the wedding was just like, hey, be careful where you are, buddy. And I'm like, <laughs> real? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's super real. Who heckles wow. a wedding? Are you serious? <laughs> it was amazing. It like really made for a memorable moment because all of us were like, cut it out, guy. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Nice. But anyway, I didn't realize until the morning of the wedding when I got a text message from a wonderful friend of mine, Matt. Shout out to Matt and multiple shout outs today. <laughs> shout out to yeah. Matt. Hey, Matt. That we were only 30 minutes away from the Basketball Hall of Fame. Oh. Ooh. Okay. 
Okay. Is your life changed? Did you go? I went to the Basketball Whoa. Hall of Fame yesterday. Wow. Before the wedding I just talked about. And I've had to keep that a secret for <laughs> more than 24 hours. I don't know how you did it. What a day. Can I show you something, Mike? Yeah. Do you want to see something? I do. Okay. For those of you who are fans of basketball, you probably know this. Mike, you probably know this. Josh, you might know this. When basketball was first invented, as baskets, they used actual peach baskets. Oh, peach. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like wick, like wicker. Dr. James Naismith. Dr. James. Yeah, yeah. I know legend. him. Uh-huh. Okay. Yep. Canadian. So, Canadian, yeah. A Canadian. But at this wonderful Hall of Fame, by the way, I think everyone who likes basketball should go. It was like the first thought I had was they built something for my people. <laughs> <laughs> It was wonderful. But in like the ground floor, they have a bunch of hoops and places that you can just pick up a ball and shoot around at the Hall of Fame. But check this out, Mike. Check out what I'm doing. There's you. Yo, yo, okay, you're shooting. Bang! Oh, man, you made it in a basket. I made it directly into a peach basket. You made a basket. It was perfect. And it swirled around. No backboard. Did you see that? Right into the basket. It literally had no backboard. It didn't even come out. Uh, No, it came out at the end. I'll show you later. Yeah, but... okay. Guys, this is so satisfying. Wow. Yeah. I'm happy for you. This is like a life dream accomplished. I can't I can't enjoy this alone. I need you guys to go to your places that are like this place for me. Mm. That is the instead of. Mm. Where do you go that is like the Basketball Hall of Fame? My ancestral home. Exactly. Mm. Your people. Mm. Let's start simply. <laughs> what do you love? <laughs> um... Music. You love music, Josh? Yeah. Who doesn't love music? <laughs> no, 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 no. Not who doesn't love music. Everyone loves music. That's not what we're talking about. I'm asking you deeply, what do you love? Hmm. <laughs> deeply, Josh. Truly, madly. <laughs> you think there's a sleep hall of fame? <laughs> do you truly love sleep more than anything else? No, not more than anything else. D- reach deep, Josh, into your heart. You don't love basketball more than this anything This man's else. been to a wedding recently. <laughs> reach into your heart. I saw the power of love. And I, I might love basketball more than anything is what I'm realizing. If I'm like being totally impartial and taking emotion out of it and family and friends, basketball is really great, okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. I agree. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. I might just not have love in my life. Come on, man. (laughs) That's not what we're here for today. I'm trying to get amped. I'm trying to share the sunshine. You might just not have love in your life. (laughs) Are you serious? (laughs) This is not a bad thing. Okay, I mean, I guess it is a bad thing to not have love in my life. Here's what I'm going to do. Here's my pledge to you. (laughs) Mike was just like, yeah, that's pretty fucking bad. (laughs) (laughs) That's not what I... Well... (laughs) go on here is what i'm going to do i'm going to make a list of like every big hall of fame in the country and i'm going to start checking those off like whenever i'm within driving distance or or public transportation distance or anything i'm going to go to that hall of fame why wouldn't you just read the name of the hall of fame and then see if it was for you before you went (laughs) across the entire united states I don't I don't know. You're a visual learner. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's super cool when 
you just like look into this history of this thing. I like basketball. I don't like basketball nearly as much as the two of you do. But if I went to that place, I'm sure I would still love it. Mike, there was like a whole ring dome of honor of every great uh-huh. person who's ever contributed to basketball. Yeah. And like a history below it of all these little facts that happened. Listen to this. When basketball was invented, very quickly it was adopted by women. And like women were playing basketball like crazy. Uh-huh. And then guys started playing. And then they started putting rules on women like such. Hey, you're only allowed one bounce. And then, One. like, ten years later, it was two bounces. And I'm like, what the wow. hell is this dog shit? But then, like, you read about everything else that's happening, and it's just, it's nuts. It was like reading about, I don't know, just some art form through the ages. It really felt poetic. Huh. Josh, Josh, wow. do you feel this? <laughs> do you feel this about anything? I loved that place. Yeah. No, I, I believe she wow. did. Yeah, clearly. Yeah. Mike, what do you have? You have love in your mine, life, right? So, <laughs> mine... I think you'll agree with this. My people, I took a I took a my people approach. Great. And something that I always appreciate in other people is mean, mean, mean grip strength. Dude, you are nuts about <laughs> grip strength. I know. I know. What? It's on on the sly, it has been your most talked about subject, and you yeah. only you only mention it like it's a big deal once every now and then. But you <laughs> mention it more than you've talked about anything. I know. I don't think I've ever heard you mention grip strength. Why? You know? Why are you so into grip strength? I think it's just a really good indicator of like this person knows what's up. Are there any carnivals we can go to to test how you're doing and like your just lifetime like, goal? Or you can squeeze. Yeah, where would you go? Where, wh- okay, where are something? you going? Actually, where are you going to see where other people are good at gripping? <laughs> my my grip strength hall of fame. Could that maybe be like? Would rock climbing have something? Yeah, yeah. So so much respect for rock climbers. Okay, with that grip strength, yeah. finger strength. Since there probably is no specific grip strength hall of fame, <laughs> uh-huh. you're probably best served by the rock climbing hall of fame. I get it. Okay, that's yeah. right. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I like like Can rock we, climbing is cool. Let I mean, where is it? Where is the rock climbing hall of fame? Um, uh, Utah. What about the internet? Why don't we check the internet before uh, we oh, just yeah. guess? <laughs> there it is. I'm on it. <laughs> That's what old conversations were like. I screwed that up. Utah? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know if there's a rock climbing Hall of Fame. The closest I have found, there is a place called Hall of Fame Red Rock. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And you can rock climb there. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. There's a Hall of Fame Fort Collins. There's a Boulder Sports Hall of Fame. Mm. Here we go. This, I think, is it. This has got to be it. It's got to be the Boulder Sports Hall of Fame, right? That's what I love most in my life. That's what you told me. Is the Boulder Sports Hall of Fame? <laughs> Are you disappointed in yourself or in the like the result of this fight? I don't know. I I mean I'm just taking this in now that this is You're a climber. My place, the Boulder Sports Hall of Fame. I don't even think this is sports that have to do with actual boulders. I think this might just be Boulder, Colorado. <laughs> oh, oh, right, 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 right. Okay, that makes much sense. Because I'm looking at their class of 2015, and they have like a cycling and a triathlon and a climbing and a running inductee. Wait, a, cl- a climbing? F- <laughs> Sorry, did you say climbing? Okay, so who is it? Yeah, Lynn Hill from 2015. First of all, shout out to you, Lynn Hill. Great accomplishment. Guys, if we chase... What Lynn Hill has been up to, mm-hmm. that's our likeliest path to finding out what's going on in rock climbing. <laughs> okay. 
Do you guys know any other rock climbers before you start laughing at my idea? Yeah. Okay, who? Alex Hunold. Are you serious? Is that a real rock climber? He's the crazy guy who does all the free climbing in like 10 minutes. Mike, do you fucking love rock climbing and you haven't been telling us Well, I guess I, I know a fair amount about rock you climbing. You're the world's best rock climber. <laughs> Only rock climbers would know that. I just heard about that because didn't he just do a big climb? Yeah. I feel like yeah. he does a big climb like every month. Yeah. This guy. Wait, Josh has heard about him too? Josh, maybe this is also your Hall of Fame. <laughs> I think this past week he did a free climb. Like, no ropes or yeah yeah that's his thing Belays? is that a thing yeah yeah just him he climbed the dangerous face of el capitan in yosemite or whatever i don't know yeah it's called the dangerous face <laughs> i mean i'm saying the most dangerous face that's that's my editorial so you're not a big rock climbing guy <laughs> no i'm not <laughs> well jesus oh yeah you had a weekend i went up to vancouver Hey. Oh, hey, Canada. Yeah. Number two mentioned this episode. What are my other other people doing? So as I told the Border Patrol guy, uh, I was there for pleasure. Dude, gross. <laughs> he did not ask Don't you about that. Don't say that. Yeah, come on. What the hell? <laughs> uh, I mean, I had to mark it on the form. What form? There's a box for pleasure? There is not. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. Is it pleasure? I thought it was like business or pleasure. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> So I'm walking around. This is one of the most crazy series of events. I was with a friend and I saw this guy that looks like a pirate. He was just like chilling outside a bar, bald shaved head. I saw him from the back, like nice. kind of burly, uh -huh. parrot on his shoulder. Whoa. Swear to God. Real parrot. Wow. Yes. A bird. A yep. live bird. Live bird. Green? Yes. Green. Holy Green. shit. Yes. Was okay. he in costume? Was it a play or something? Poofy shirt? No, no, like a white shirt. Like could it might have been a little poofy. I don't know. Like I did a I did a triple take. It was like <laughs> that guy looks like a but what? That's a parrot. <laughs> and <laughs> I just kind of kept going. Uh -huh. And then we ended up going to this tiki bar called the Shameful Tiki Club, I think it's called. And it's like it's this super cool place. They have like light blocked windows so that they can kind of do whatever they want no matter what time of day it is. Uh -huh. They have this fog machine that goes off every 10 minutes or so with the sound effect to just kind of like pump fog into this place. So it has nice. this like cool ambiance. Also, they have a bunch of different Polynesian drinks. So they have a bunch of bowl drinks that are meant to be shared by like two or four people and they like light the middle on fire and whatever. Yeah, yeah. What an experience. This sounds yeah. very... Fog machines? Yeah. Can we discuss <laughs> In a that restaurant. real quick? Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's, it's cool? It reminded me a lot of the ambiance of a Disney World ride, kind of. Okay. There was no movement or anything, but they put a ton of attention to detail and the decor. And because of the fog and so many things in Disney World have fog, it had that smell too. The really yeah. moisture-filled air. Mm. So anyway, one of wait, the... Wait, wait, wait. What? <laughs> I'll tell you what this is. Okay. This is a plan to not clean floors. <laughs> <laughs> it might be, yeah. Give me one other reason why they would have a fog machine in this restaurant. <laughs> Ambience. Ambiance. Ambiance. <laughs> I did say it that way twice. I don't know why I did. Anyway. Dude, we said it at the same time. Can you believe that? I can. You can? Yes. Sorry, that's just surprising. I feel like you expect too much from us. Lower your expectations if you expect both of us to say ambiance in harmony. <laughs> Jesus. We're friends, not professionals. <laughs> so on the drink menu is this thing called a mystery bowl. And it's like 10 bucks mm. cheaper than all the other bowl drinks. And it serves Ooh, two people. That, that, 
Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't get one, but I thought maybe that should have been what I ordered because that appears to be their piece de resistance, if I'm going to go back to the French accent. Uh-huh. Because every time somebody ordered one, they like hit a gong and every employee in the entire place <laughs> sang in unison, Mystery Bowl. Oh my God. Oh. Wow. And it happened like eight times over the course of dinner. That's very cool. What did it look like? Uh, I don't know. It looks like a, you know, I mean, have you seen like a scorpion bowl drink? No. Before? No. Scorpion? I don't know. It's just like. That sounds cool. It's just like a big bowl and uh, sometimes they have like a little. Imagine like a serving tray for salsa and chips where you have like a big donut of chips and then a little (laughs) Uh thing in the middle of salsa. Uh So Uh instead of, it's like the whole thing is a little smaller, but instead of salsa, they have like oil or something so they can light it on fire. And then the outside is the drink and they serve it with like two straws so you and somebody else can share because it's a lot of. It's a oh lot of man, drink. dude, that's yeah, holy amazing! Shit. Mike, have you ever heard of this? No, I've this never heard of Like this is normal for people. What are you talking? about? Is it about, on Josh? fire while you drink it? Wow! Yeah, they're the whole yeah, time. It is. Are you holy serious? Shit. Yeah. Wait, I'm surprised that you guys haven't heard of this. I, like, I've never been to a place that specializes in these, but I've heard of scorpion bowls before. No, nope. it was a sushi place when I lived outside of Boston that did shared drink bowls and stuff. Not nah, it. They didn't light it on fire, but this one's new for me. Yeah, scorpion bowl in America. You say, yeah, in America. Wow, sounds very fun. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I'm spending too much time on this individual (laughs) thing, but there were other like I went on this cool like flying ride where there was like an IMAX thing. Fuck up! All right, hang on, stop for a second. (laughs) What are you talking about, man? What do you mean flying ride? Are you sure you went to a restaurant? (laughs) No, no, no. This is a different thing now. Different thing. Also crazy weekend yeah uh yeah different th- oh so okay was- we've moved on that was that was i was about to like just call bullshit on this whole location that you went to no 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 so it's called flyover canada i think and it's like you sit down in this thing and there's this gigantic imax screen and the seats move and it feels like you're flying over parts of canada and it showed like the most gorgeous vistas wow. and cool, man there's like misters that make it feel like you're like going through the rain oh, lots of oh, lots of mist going on what the hell yeah. what do you mean there's misters <laughs> dude are you like in some sort of like moisture fetish club <laughs> that travels internationally so this actually Bog is based even restaurants <laughs> wait sorry what are you about to say more mist <laughs> this wasn't even the last instance of fog i'll get to that in a second you are in a cult josh just so you know that <laughs> oh also by the way why is it that in like a parking garage in a city, the person that announces to the outside world, vehicle approaching, sounds so bored more than any <laughs> other person. Like it's Stephen Wright if he was a little sleepy that day. <laughs> you know what that's called? What? That's the tone of brainwashing. You're, you're experiencing it little by little in your weird cult. I honestly thought you were going to be like... And hey, why is it that parking garages don't have mist everywhere? (laughs) It's just a pro-mist club. So then we went to this fairground slash amusement park Mm. slash uh, Fright Nights because it's it's spooktober spectacular. Right, right. Yeah. So they have like eight haunted houses. Eight? And eight. 
And weirdly enough, when we were paying for parking right there, the person's radio came on and somebody said, there are eight haunted houses, Josh. What? Oh. Josh. <laughs> so it must be talking to somebody else. Dude. Dude, did you get something put in your butt this weekend? What? <laughs> Where are you going? Eight fucking houses is a compound motherfucker <laughs> don't go in there yeah so i don't know it was like an amusement park dude maybe this mist has poisoned you throughout the day <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> maybe so anyway there was a lot of fog that was pumped through oh this entire amusement uh-huh. park the whole park yeah and you saw this i sent you a photo of the park and the fog definitely added to the uh Did. the the ambience sure sure i got a caramel apple Okay. Because it was like a like a fairground thing. First time I've had one in forever, and I forgot that like the outside's great because it's got all that delicious caramel yeah. on it. But like after that, it's really just an apple on a stick. Yeah. That's all you're eating. Yeah, and all that caramel all up in your mustache. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. What yeah. You, what's what's so, the problem with eating apples? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it's just like <laughs> I like apples. I like apples a lot. But, you, you know uh, what? When you go back and hear this, it's going to be really clear that you don't like apples. No, I like when you think about other fairground food, it's like you got like popcorn, you got like deep fried Mars bars, which is why I had mentioned that earlier because I looked up what the difference between a Mars bar and a Milky Way was and turns out it's nothing. Same thing. Mm. Did you see that in Canada? Yeah, they were at this place. Oh, right. Did you get one? What are they like? No, I didn't. <laughs> so I wanted to get one. I went <laughs> and I said, yeah, I'll try one of those deep fried Mars bars. And they said, oh, we're all out. I said, okay. It also says deep fried Oreos. It was at the end of the night. And she's like, oh, I gave it to that person right there. I'm like, okay, what else do you got? She's like, oh, we have like all the different kinds of apples. And I look, and I'm like, oh, I'll take a caramel apple. And she goes, oh, we're out of those ones too. Oh my God. <laughs> so I went to a different place. That's all I was going to ask you. <laughs> well, because I wasn't going to go with my fourth choice. <laughs> it's too many choices down the rung. Man, if it had one gram of sugar on it, you would have gone with it. <laughs> Listen to yourself. Fourth choice doesn't matter. It's the fact that it was an apple. No, 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 because they had like the fudge apple or the candied apple, and I didn't want to mm. eat those. Yeah. Well, what the fuck is a fudge apple? Yeah. What are you? No, <laughs> no. Mike, he's going to places with fudge apples. <laughs> uh, and there were like awesome roller coasters, and the haunted houses were cool. I yeah. Went to two of those. And to tell me more about this mist. <laughs> Mike, no! Wait, wait! Well, the mist sounds pretty... I mean, it sounds pretty cool. I can't have you actively becoming a cult member while I'm, like, in front of you. I have to protect you from this. Did you hear about the ambiance? I heard, I heard, but don't... Wor- Listen, it's not even... You're not supposed to be in love with the mist. It's the poison in the mist that's supposed to brainwash you. Okay, so anyway... My friend had fantastic suggestions for yesterday. The dinner place was amazing, and then that like flying ride for Flyover Canada was awesome, and then this Fright Nights place was super cool. And then the recommendation for today was like maybe we could go to these cool caves that are like an hour mm. an hour away. And it was like going to kind of be cutting it close with my bus. So it was up to me. And it's like, hey, uh, you know, if <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Why was it up to you? <laughs> well, because I, I was the one that would have missed my bus. So it was like, they okay, if charge. there's traffic, <laughs> this is a test. If there's traffic or if we get a flat tire, then we're gonna miss the bus. But it's up to you. It's up to you. And I'm like, okay. They mentioned a flat tire? Yeah. That's really weird, don't you think? It is. It is really weird. And so I said, you know what? If I miss it, I miss it. I can crash in Canada. I can come back the next day. It's not a big deal. So 
I said, let's do these caves. They sound really cool. I saw a picture. And so we're going and we're driving for like 20, 25 minutes. And then I hear this sound and it's like a... And I look behind the car that we're in and there's like this muscle car, like a like a T-bird or Firebird or one of those bird uh-huh. cars. Yeah. Yeah. Was was it red? Uh, no, it was like... <laughs> I think it was black. Oh, oh, oh that's, that's so cool. cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's so yeah. cool. Nice. And it sounded pretty aggressive. Yeah, that's the whole point. <laughs> yeah. And then it ended up passing us. Mm-hmm. But the sound didn't. The sound didn't. The sound didn't? No, dude. This this is like the example they use in the Doppler effect they teach you that in seventh grade. <laughs> They're like an ambulance, another car that makes noise. Yeah, the problem was it was coming from our car because we got a flat tire. Oh, Jesus mm. Christ. <laughs> And then what happened? I couldn't believe it. When you pulled over, did they stab you in the neck with a needle and just inject whatever else was going to happen? Yeah. So, (laughs) so I ended up changing a flat tire in the rain for if we're you know going with with moisture. Like it was still a great time. It was an adventure. We turned around. It was a really good thing that we didn't actually get to the caves and have and come back. Then I would have missed my bus. But so my question to you is: When have you ever been in a situation where somebody else was just like freakishly right about something? Mm. Like they were right about every recommendation yesterday and then they were also right that like maybe the caves were a bad idea (laughs) huh spit down to the flat tire that tire is also fucking shredded i have a picture of it i think we drove on it for too long (laughs) when have i been in a situation that was entirely orchestrated by someone else I don't know, man. I haven't been around a lot of really good predictors. I don't know anyone who's like really called a lot of like great Babe Ruth type shots. I personally went on a run once. Really? Oh, yeah. It's it's pretty exciting. I was at a track meet. Oh God, you meant literally? Yeah. Okay. No, no, no. I didn't <laughs> literally go. I was an alternate. I didn't get to do anything, which is how I came to sit in the stands all day for two whole days. And every time... That sounds... Wait, I was on that team, (laughs) but I didn't go to that. Anyway, go on. Every time that I guessed what time it was, I was exactly correct. (laughs) Like five times in a row. Down to the minute. I got every... I got it like nailed five times in a row. Can I ask? Be honest. Yeah. Did you guess all five of those times within like a 25 second period? No, no. This was over two different dates. That's pretty good. Oh. Two different okay, dates. Okay. Yeah. Wow. You know what I think? What? You're surrounded by clocks. It was a track meet. <laughs> <laughs> clocks are a pretty big part. They're kind of everywhere on the field and in the stadium and everywhere you go. This was, however pre-cell phone era Mm. i didn't wear watch i was just going by uh the the uh the arc of the sun wait i'm sorry how did you know what time it was are you telling me you were guessing it was 12 53 you looked at where the sun was and you're like right again mike yeah that's not being right like this this looks like about a 12 53 sun josh are you hearing this he said he looked at the sun i know to verify his accuracy (laughs) i know it's i I don't know what to think (laughs) Are you? This is the first time I've heard you at a loss for words. <laughs> yeah. It, well, look. At, so here was the thing that I was thinking. I was thinking just like 
you knew the time at one point and then you had a good gauge of how much time has passed. You know, if I order food and it's like, hey, it'll be here in 30 or 45 minutes and I don't look at a clock for a little bit and I'm like, it feels like about 30 minutes and I look at a clock and it's like, oh, 28 minutes have gone by. I don't need a sun for that. Dude, I'll tell you, he he (laughs) just, I guarantee you he started at quote, high noon, end quote, every day. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. (laughs) Clearly, I misunderstood we had a watch. Someone <laughs> had a watch. <laughs> I used the sun as my guessing gauge, not my verification uh, tool. There was a watch in among among us. So wait, there are others who can prove? Yes, Yannick. <laughs> Is this our cereal? Is this worth pursuing? <laughs> Mike, can you go to jail for this for any reason? Can I go to jail for lying about knowing what time it is were there any like were you (laughs) or for the witchcraft of figuring it out yeah yeah are you are you a witch can you go to jail for witchcraft still no not for witchcraft for being a witch oh no i i bet you can't (laughs) anything like that mike i need the stakes to be higher if we're gonna investigate this i really don't want to every time i guessed the time right there was a burglary Every time you guessed the time right, there was a burglary. A corresponding burglary. Okay, okay. You were the time thief. You stole the stuff? I stole... Um, yes. <laughs> That's why he kept looking at his watch. He was stealing from everyone else at the track meet because he was pissed off. He didn't get to run. I even have a motive. You go to jail, Mike. Yeah. Mike, you're the one who's going to jail, you idiot. <laughs> We didn't even need Yannick's testimony. <laughs> well, yeah, god damn, you didn't even have to really push me. Dead to rights. In the spirit of Spooktober, as it is Spooktober seventh, uh, <laughs> I went to a corn maze. You did? Yes, I went to a corn maze. That's kind of cool. Where? It was an urban corn maze. Oh, lame. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Where was it? No, it was it was on Goose Island. Oh, cool. Yeah. It was in a parking lot. It's like I like every alternate detail you give me. Yeah. Well, see What's the next detail? It should be a winner. There were a lot of Instagrammable moments. That's nice. Yeah. They 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 build some Instagrammable moments and they delivered. Wait, before you say what's next, Josh, the next thing is likely to be something horrible. So you want to guess what it is? Did somebody's pants fall down <laughs> <laughs> while they were going through this maze? Nobody's pants fell down. Oh, that's good. Nobody's pants fell down. Not even mine. Hey, great. The thing about this maze is that, well, really what it was was uh, just standing in a parking lot next to some corn. So that was the bad detail that came next, I guess. <laughs> Did you have fun? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it poured on me within seven minutes of arriving. <laughs> it's very specific on timing. Yeah, wait, dude. If it's raining and you can't see the sun, how do you know like how much time passed? <laughs> My body clock. Oh, great. Now you got one of those? I got a body clock. It started pouring within seven minutes. I paid $40 (laughs) to stand in a parking lot and drink half of a plastic cup of vodka and then run away. (laughs) 
gross. When I ran away. It was rained so bad. That wasn't very spooky or good. <laughs> Instead of that, give me something spooky made of corn. <laughs> Using corn as a theme, as an element. Corn. Spook me out. For some reason, I keep getting this weird... This isn't even my style. You remember that really freaky movie that Salvador Dali did with that other guy? Yeah. The Anshian Andalou. Where he cut the eyeball? It's just like all a bunch of gross mm, shit. Yeah. I'll spook you out with <laughs> okay. high fructose corn syrup. Black and white. Ooh. Someone just kind of like doing this, Mike. Look, with a ladle into the bucket. And you like uh, watch it like uh, slowly just like stay connected to the vat. It's very goopy. Uh. And I'll play some music in the background, like Transylvanian music. <laughs> <laughs> organs. A lot yeah. of organs. Because this... Is clogging up your organs, people. <laughs> Pretty spooky. So I, I, I want you to go on a journey with me. Okay. I don't want to go on any journeys with you. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that you're a scarecrow vampire Ooh. because it's Halloween coming. Uh-huh. Okay. And instead of wooden stakes, people can kill you with a corn steak. A corn steak. Yeah. A oh. corn steak. Because is that a dish? A corn steak. <laughs> I don't know. You, you, you white people combine a lot of things. I don't know. It's pretty rare. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Mike's like, I'm going to eat corn steak all day. I got the rare joke, by the way, just because I don't eat meat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know, though. It's just maybe, maybe a corn steak is when somebody like cleans that cob, and it's, it's just that empty cob, mm-hmm. and then it's just like, I don't know, they're stabbing you as a... Uh, that thing is pretty sharp. Yeah. Wait, what? Like like an eaten the cob. corn on the cob? The cob, yeah. Yeah. What do you mean sharp? Is that, is that called the cob when there's no more corn on it? It must be. I don't know. It's like pretty hard. They do call it corn on the cob, so it has to be, that is the cob if that's what the corn's on. Hey, you guys want to write a children's book where corn is the character and the theme of our book titles instead of corn on the cob is corn on the blank and we just pick a theme with corn doing stuff. <laughs> Would it be like a franchise? Like this one's corn on the train. Bus. Yeah. Hey, yeah. we're thinking about the same yeah. thing. Yeah. Corn on the bus will teach yeah. kids how to ride public <laughs> transportation safely. Yeah. <laughs> Can't you just picture him? Corn. I can, yeah. Mike, listen to this. His little it's, eyeballs. Instead of the husk, it's a green leather jacket that looks so cool on him. Ooh, oh, shit. Yeah, popped collar. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's our children's character. Yeah. Can't get too hot. Wait, but that's I, that, I don't want to make him spooky, so please don't touch the innocence of corn on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> corn on the bus. <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you like the show or the episode even, feel free to leave us a review wherever reviews are left. Actually, the best place would be if you just left it wherever you got this podcast. Unless a friend told you about it. I guess you could tell them it's good, but then also go to wherever you downloaded it. That would be great. This is all just in hopes that you liked what we said. So if that's the case, and if you didn't, I guess go ahead and do that. But anyway, we'll be back next week with another episode. If you want to keep up with us, we have a Twitter at instead of FM, I think. And then our website is instead of dot FM. Like we said, wherever or wherever you heard us from, keep listening there. Or we're also on Spotify and all the other ones. So yeah, check 
check this out on other platforms and tell people about it. That would be rad. Okay, bye. Mike, you know our friend Krister? Yes, I do. Hi, Krister. Hey, Krister. And uh, Josh, you... Hey, I don't, I don't know you, but hey, Krister. It's great to meet you. Kamish Krister. Kamish. Uh, he accidentally called Patch Adams Mr. Patch, which was going to be laugh. Mr. Patch. Ooh. I thought it'd be hilarious if Mr. Patch was like the polar opposite personality. Of yeah. 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 He's just constantly irritable because he's quitting cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Patch, can I have ice cream? Fuck no, kid. <laughs> if I can't have cigarettes, you can't have anything. <laughs> now get better. <laughs> oh, he still works in a hospital? Of course, man. He's Mr. God Patch. damn. <laughs> I mean, that's not the polar opposite then. It's just personality. It's just demeanor. Mm. Oh, oh, oh. Because that's what set Patch Adams apart was his personality. It's very unsettling that oh. he's not like Dr. Patch. He's just... <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Patch. <laughs> what would be Dr. Adams? <laughs> Little Jill, Mr. Patch is here to see you now. <laughs> mm. Yes. <laughs> Mr. Patch. <laughs> Very boogeyman-esque. But also weirdly like clown-like. A lot of clowns yeah. have the Mr. Yeah. Blank name. So he could yeah. still use the big red nose? That would be hilarious if Mr. Patch just put on clown makeup in addition to Robert Williams' red nose. And he had like a prominent patch just on his forearm. Oh, God. (laughs) Isn't this... This is just like, for some reason, this is an idea that in concept deeply troubles me, but I can't stop making jokes about it. It is um, disturbing. Yeah. (laughs) Just because we called him Mr. Patch. Yeah. I have a not a pretty image. Oh, man. But you know what? 98% success rate with his patients. Mr. Patch. Not his patients. He gets- That'll be our sub, <laughs> sub line. <laughs> but yeah, he's a good guy. He's just a jerk to children. <laughs> yeah. Could you live with that? But he still works in the pediatric ward. That'll be the whole story. You two will be a couple, and you have a child who is sick. All right? Uh-huh. Okay. Mr. Patch is going to help this kid out. Do you Wait, have, didn't we? Weren't we already a couple who had a kid once? I don't think so, man. I think in this yeah. show? No, we, we were. were. We, we had like a long distance yeah, what was his, relationship. Oh, what was his name? That. Can we continue that story in any way? If we could remember. Yeah, we had to legally change his name for some reason, <laughs> though, because we didn't remember it. <laughs> Never mind. You're a new couple now. You're just, okay. you're versatile. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, any quick descriptors <laughs> for your child? Tall. Like weirdly tall for a kid. Six and a half feet tall. Six and a half feet tall and he's going to a children's hospital? Because he has weird hormones that are making him grow so big. What the hell is Mr. Patch going to do about this? (laughs) Give me a curable disease. I don't know. He has a 98% success rate. Is this one of the two? The other symptom. You sound like a concerned (laughs) parent. That's funny. (laughs) So extremely tall and just like extremely jolly. Really happy kid. Very just <laughs> a, a light of your life. That's good. It really sets up the tension in the room. Yeah. In mood. Yeah. Okay, so here. Perfect. What's his name, Mike? What did we name him? Uh, Rename him <laughs> or her. Bardley. <laughs> Bardley? Okay. Our kid Bardley. Is, the, is Bardley a, a boy or a girl? It's a boy. Bardley the boy. Okay. Yes. That has a ring. Did we misspell Bradley? Did we misspell Bradley? Interesting question. Thanks for asking. No, we meant Bardley. 
We meant Bardley. That's right. I forgot. I do agree that conversation. It was over a bottle of Cabernet. Yes. yes it was Carbonate. It was a good night. <laughs> 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 oh, God damn it. <laughs> Guys, like, as, as much as I enjoy old Bardley, I need his name to be something audiences won't immediately hate as you have set up your child for failure from birth. So give me a more palatable name. Can we change it to Bradley? Maybe they maybe we wanted Bardley, but they inputted it as Bradley they when they were processing typed it wrong. Typo. Yeah, kids had a real tough life. Yeah. <laughs> and now with his hormone disease or whatever the hell he's got, he gets deposited to Mr. Patch's hospital. Yep. Okay. There you know he's gonna be fine. We have like a good sense of this as the movie progresses. Uh-huh. Okay. But you are just watching your kid get berated by Mr. Patch. <laughs> oh, no. Just say shit about how tall he is and how much he sucks for being tall. Oh, man. <laughs> like, Jesus. Just no. going to, but he's helping him. This <laughs> Can you put up with this? This is a 90-minute picture. <laughs> I think... I mean, if it's a 90-minute film, then we would not want to put up with it and we would look for another doctor, and like in the second act, we would find another doctor, and the doctor doesn't help, but then Mr. Patch would come back at the end and end up saving Bartley. I like it. This is a good story, but let's. how would he come back in the end? He would storm into the other hospital and slap your kid in the face. <laughs> <laughs> You're too damn tall, Bartley. <laughs> Only I can help you. Well, I mean, there would be like a scene where it shows that he just has this eureka moment when he's like, I don't know, at the, I don't know, where do crotchety people go? The like underground supermarket. (laughs) What? What a weirdly specific place. (laughs) That's when he knows what is wrong with Bardley. Mm. And he like, he rushes over and it shows that he's truly a good person. And he has a redemption arc. Maybe what's wrong with Bardley is the corn in the hormones of like the food he's eating? Conagra. Oh, Cornagra. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that a scary name? What happens in the end? So Bardley is safe. Yeah. Oh, I know. I kn- does Bardley shrink? Is that how we? <laughs> <laughs> Do we shrink him? No, 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 no. He's just gonna be six six, and that's a good height for Bardley. He's happy to be six six. Mm. Mike is secretly really happy that he's 6'6". I couldn't be more happy. You're great. Everything is going great. Yeah. I'm glad we invested in those vaulted ceilings in our (laughs) living room. Scratching at his desk with his left hand and with his right hand furiously just like typing or writing in patient notes into his journal. Mm -hmm. And then out of the door frame, silhouetted, well, I guess like only from the neck down is your kid. And so he ducks he ducks underneath and he comes in to see the doctor who saved him, right? And this doctor, his attitude hasn't changed at all. He's still crotchety. You know, yeah. He's still hardened. He's still rough. A real piece of work, this this guy. Your kid goes right over to him and drops like a whole carton of Marlboros, you know, like you've earned it, man. You don't need to be on the patch for this moment. Unfiltered. <laughs> he, he's like, This is my payment to you. Wow. And he slides over those cigarettes. Profound. Right? What a moment. He leaves the room, single tear, as he takes that puff. Oh, shit. End of movie. Wow. No, wait. (gasps) Somehow we need to have corn involved as a cliffhanger. Uh, Wait, I have a different, uh, (laughs) maybe not final shot. I have a different ending to this movie. (laughs) (laughs) No, I have a a post-credits thing, is you end up seeing 
Bardley, like going off to college and he's got this cool jean jacket. I don't know, maybe he's on his summer break and he's like hitchhiking across maybe Nebraska where there's a lot of corn. Makes sense. And as he hitchhikes, you see on the shoulder or like his bicep, he has a patch ironed on of Mr. Patch. That's really nice. Very touching. But why is he among the hormones that were ruining his life? (laughs) He has to face his fear. He's got to go face that corn. He hasn't learned anything that Mr. Patch taught him. He's just a stupid moron who put a patch on his jacket as commemoration. Don't talk that way about our kid. Your kid is an idiot. (laughs) I'm playing Mr. Patch. 